So this year, be proactive, be ready, and get Burkhardt. Burkhardt is an authorized Generac generator dealer that sells, installs, and services Generac generators. And now through June 23rd, you receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new Generac generator through Burkhardt. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to sales and service of Generac generators, visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Getting some feedback here, um, Rudy. Uh, Nash FM 106.1, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Also, uh, you can listen live at ericasher.com, as well as the um, uh, Nash FM 106.1. Don't forget, you can download the podcast uh, at all of our um, uh, major podcasting platforms, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, you name it, we're on it. And uh, the phone number is 260-1061. All right, I also want to remind everybody about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, it is uh, Thursday, so we had our live broadcast at 1 p.m. Ed Daniels of WGNO-TV uh, Sports was our guest. 
There's a rebroadcast tonight at 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV, 10 p.m. on WLAE-TV2. Also Friday night on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, and on Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on WLAE-TV2, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. On the program today, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com is going to join us at about 4.10. We'll take a break before we go to him. Uh, Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports will join us at 4.35, and Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights will join us at 5.10, and we'll finish it up with Mike Trippett of ESPN at 5.35. Sean Payton had his year-end press conference. We'll talk a lot about that today, uh, talking about, again, the um, – uh, the future of this team, salary cap, et cetera. Some interesting comments from uh, from Sean Payton. We'll get into that. And, of course, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, open seven days a week for you, as well as their sister restaurants, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's Southern Tire, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Mambo's and also Old New Orleans Cookery, all have to, all have to um, uh, all are open seven days a week and all are ready for you to um, uh, come in and dine. We'll take a quick break. We come back. We'll have Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. Don't go anywhere. This report is sponsored by Wendy's. New to the Wendy's two-for-five lineup is their classic chicken sandwich. So go grab a two-for-five deal and pick two faves, like a Dave Single Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Nugs, and now the classic chicken sandwich, two for just five bucks. Price and participation may vary, limited time only. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side right around Canal Boulevard. And if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side coming into the city, your delays remain steady from before Chapatulas to the O'Keefe exit. I'm Ed Robinson. On the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or a drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 filet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my good friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard these honeydew complaints? Honey, did you fix the A.C.? Honey, the house is hot again. Honey, the A.C. bill is more than our mortgage. It's time to turn those honeydews into honeyduns. When it comes to replacing your A.C. system, I recommend Burkhardt. For over 30 years, Burkhardt has provided quality, affordable air conditioning replacement systems. Ask about special financing as low as $149 a month. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com for more information. 
Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Sorry for that. A little bit of technical difficulty as we open up the program. Uh, also, again, we had a, um, a substitution. Fletcher Mackle, as we, we were coming on, unfortunately uh, telling me that uh, – not going to be able to make it today. Sharif Ishak's going to jump in his place from Channel 6 Sports. So here's the new lineup. Uh, Mike Scarborough coming up in just a minute. That'll be followed by Sharif Ishak of Channel 6 Sports. Uh, that'll be followed by Alec Assel at 510 uh, from the Bird Rights. And we'll finish up with Mike Triplett of ESPN. Again, this program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. All are delivering uh, to your home or to your office. Uh, all you got to do is, again, uh, go to their website. All have outdoor seating as well as, again, uh, if you're in New Orleans, the 25% um, occupancy rate is not a problem because uh, they have vast restaurants and uh, you can feel very, very comfortable in being separated uh, at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street's only, bur- only rooftop balcony. Also, don't forget about Old New Orleans Cookery. Beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. But they've got uh, Bourbon Street balcony you can dine on. Actually, two private rooms that, that are, uh, are joined to there. And also, uh, don't forget about uh, their, their courtyard. Matter of fact, in the, in the French Quarter, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and Oceana all have courtyards you can dine in. Uh, and, of course, don't forget about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa and Veterans in Menory. Open seven days a week, 30-plus TV screens. You'll never miss a play. Great place to watch your favorite sporting event, but it's more than that. It's a fantastic restaurant as well. Uh, plenty of room uh, for social distancing. Also, don't forget, they got a private room for your next event. It's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, let's kick it off, folks. Uh, well, joining us on the program now is uh, Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com. A lot, of, lot going on with LSU. Uh, so here we go. Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Eric, how you doing? Good to be with you. Good to have you, Mike, as always. Look for, always look forward to our conversations. Man, it's been a whirlwind week for the LSU uh, uh, football program. Uh, let's jump into, first of all, the situation with the, with the coaching situation with uh, Ryan Nielsen, uh, the Saints, and LSU. What can you tell us about what went on there? Man, you know, I, 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 some people here want to get on uh, uh, Ed Orgeron and, and, and some of the guys inside the building that are helping him do the search and I'm like, look, man, anybody you're going after has a contract, and every contract has, has bio clauses in them, has wording in it. It's just that it, it's – I mean, I, I can't recall reading of, of when there, anybody's ever trying to hire somebody that they were prevented from doing so, or a coach, it, it held them to the, the words in their contract. Usually, usually it's, you know, we want to try and match it, or we want to keep you, or we're going to offer you more money. Um, and I think, I think it's more that – Sean Payton gave him a new title and more money, and um, and of course, you know, held him to the clause in his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's got a lot of people uh, upset over here. Uh, it, it, it Coach Payton, and, and I think Coach Payton kind of feels like maybe the guy's not bettering himself by going down to the collegiate level to be a coordinator. That he's better off being a defensive line coach in the NFL. 
Well, and, and, and maybe from Sean Payton's standpoint, uh, again, with a possible purge of, of his uh, coaching staff, which you've already seen with Dan Campbell leaving, taking over Detroit, Aaron Glenn following him to Detroit, the possibility of losing your defensive coordinator uh, as a head coach. Uh, you've lost, again, Terry Fontenot in the front office. There's a possibility now, again, especially with some of his coaches going elsewhere, that some of those coaches that are on his staff may join that coach. I guess he was trying to, uh, again, in some form or fashion, stop the purge. Uh, the question is, again, at the end of the day, what's better? for Ryan Nielsen and, and is it better for him to be an assistant head coach and a defensive line coach for the Saints with the possibility of maybe moving forward as a head coach in the NFL and Peyton said as much today in his press conference or is it to go down to, to uh, go to LSU and play in the South and, and coach in the Southeastern Conference and be a defensive coordinator which again usually is the natural step between uh, position coach uh, coordinator and then head coach Right, uh, right. And so, so you wonder who's, who came out on top here. Well, Ryan Nielsen gets more money, gets a better title, but at the end of the day, obviously he wanted to be the LSU defensive coordinator. Everything we heard last week, uh, you know, um, uh, from, from, uh, from rumor, the rumor mill was this was a fait complete deal. This was a done deal. He was even going to be announced this week. Yeah, All whenever the Saints were out the playoffs. I don't know what his aspirations are. Obviously, you know, what we do know is he wants to be a head coach one day. Now, right. is it a head coach in the college ranks? Is it a head coach in the NFL ranks? Because obviously he seems kind of in, uh, indifferent on, on either one of those. And is he more likely to be, if, if, if it's uh, a head coach in either spot, or particularly the NFL, because Coach Payton said that today in his press conference, that he'll be a head coach one day. Well, right. what's the likelihood of him becoming a head coach from, uh, from being a position coach rather than being a coordinator? Fair point. Fair point, and, and it is a fair point. There's no doubt. The assistant and, but, head coach but, 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 title but, helps, but being a coordinator yeah. usually is the stepping stone to a head coaching job. Uh, with that said, Mike, what's next? Who, who's next on the pecking list here as now what he'll be going for his third choice when it comes to defensive coordinator? Yeah, and then, of course, he's got the, you know, the, the issue of one in the media. We, we like the, the transparency, and, and I, did, I did think it was probably a positive that – Marcus Freeman's my number one guy. We're going after mm-hmm. him. We sure. threw everything at him, but family, Catholicism, uh, in-laws within 45 minutes of South Bend, that that one out. Uh, I'm not going to fault him for that one. Uh, I mean, not. everybody in the country wanted Marcus Freeman uh, to be their defensive coordinator if they had an opening. Uh, they didn't get him. That's fine. Um, but, but it was also just deductive reasoning when things got quiet and – you know, that Ryan Nielsen was going to be the guy and just waiting it out because the Saints were still playing. So, on one hand, people were saying we shouldn't have been talking about it. Well, he wasn't really talking about Nielsen. He never mentioned him. But it, but all of us in the media knew who it was. Um, went after him and, and, of course, didn't get him. So, But we'll see who, you know, who's next. Uh, there's names floating out there, but I, nothing that uh, – you know, I've got a board of these are confirmed guys that uh, they're in pursuit of. Um, you know, but I, I have been told that there's some you, you, some very capable guys that have actually called them uh, in, in showing interest in the job. So I think he needs to get a coach on board sooner rather than later. Um, you know, they've got to start getting prepared for spring football. They've got team meetings going on. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of, you know, it's not as, as uh, uh, you know, being on a deadline as they were for an offensive coordinator. Um, they need to get those guys in, uh, particularly trying to finish up the 21 recruiting class 
with some guys on the offensive side of the ball, possibly uh, Lyman and, and, and a receiver and Brian Thomas from Walker. And so, but we'll, we'll see. It, it's, it's, uh, there's no concrete name that has surfaced. And, and, and I, I think that the, they're going to want to keep this one uh, as quiet and as, as possible so that they don't have a third case of having an egg on their face. Right. I think it has to happen sooner than later, though. You just mentioned why. Uh, you, you've got to be able to get that defensive coordinator in. Uh, again, if, uh, I, I kind of feel maybe uh, Ed may, may fill out the rest of the defensive staff, but at the same time, you need that guy. You need to know what system you're going to be running. And, of course, uh, he's got to get acquainted with, with the team that he has now. And, look, you're constantly recruiting, so you've got to get him on the recruiting trail as well. Oh, yeah, and look, and depending on who your defensive coordinator is going to be, well, what position does he coach? You know, so true, and that so and so that depends on what spots you're filling out the rest of your defensive staff with. Yes, you know, and that guy's surely going to have some ideas of who he wants to bring in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about uh, comings and goings. Uh, I, I read something from a, a post, Instagram post from Recruitology, uh, that said that Eric Gilbert uh, may be looking at LSU once again uh, as a possibility. He's in the tra- he's in the transfer portal, but maybe coming back to the Tigers. What are you hearing? Uh, I felt all along that the that the uh, that, that it was never bleak for LSU not to hold on to him, and I still think. Um, my gut tells me that the odds are still high for LSU, maybe higher than everybody else. Uh, he's got stuff he's got to deal with off the field, and I think when college coaches that uh, and, and every college coach would be interested in having a talent like his. But when they do their due diligence and they make phone calls and they get an understanding as to what's going on with that young man, um, you know, they're, they're going to pull back a little bit and say, hey, do I want to bring that into the program? He's got to get some things resolved. And whereas LSU's wanting to stick with him, I believe the mom wants him back at LSU. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope I hope he can get what needs to get fixed fixed um, because he's got a super bright future. If he doesn't get fixed what needs to get fixed, I don't think he'll ever see the NFL. As good as what he about, is. What about Eli Ricks? That was one that kind of caught me off guard, the, the rumor that he might be transferring to either Ohio State or, or to USC, especially the relationship he's had with, with Ed Ogeron since, again, he was, at, what, in middle school? Yeah, look, I, I've, I've – I, you know, I watch um, – Eli, I've covered him obviously in recruiting, going back to high school. Um, certainly, being a California kid, friendship with Rayshon Davis, the linebacker that was once committed to LSU, been considered a lean Ohio State for at least uh, six weeks or so. Um, the thought process there is that maybe that they could get him to Ohio State. Ohio State needs a corner. Could it have been where uh, Ricks made a flippant remark or uh, said something provocative to somebody and? The, that's how the, 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 the storm on, on social media and, and some media outlets running with it. Um, look, I, I, think, I think LSU's got a very, very good team returning. Uh, when you've got that many starters back, you get Auburn, Texas A&M, and Florida at home. Um, uh, you know, we're going to wait to see who the defensive coordinator is, but I can tell you on the offensive side of the ball, they're very excited about Jake Peets. I don't know that the move for Ricks – makes any sense at all but it but it, it it's also i think uh you know the 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 era of college football that we're in right now where 
no, you know, where these kids can just transfer out and not miss a beat and not have to miss a year. And um, it's, it frankly, is turning a lot of people off to the college football game. Well, and look, because we already see it in college basketball, where again we have the one and doneers. You can see how much that's hurt uh, college basketball. Look at the look at the blue bloods of college basketball right now, and, and how much they've been hurt uh, just this season. Also, uh, again, you look at the situation with, you know, uh, there are some legitimate reasons why a kid would want to transfer, but uh, not having that, um, that that buffer up of not allowing of not allowing a kid to be able to transfer directly and be eligible. That hurts all programs because well, it might, you know, know it might, I, might help I, the kid, but it hurts all programs. I just think what we're seeing now is it's really uh, the, the, the facade of what college football is and the money involved. Um, it, it, you know, we're, we're, college football, particularly in, in your Power Five conferences, it, it, it has become semi-pro football. Mm-hmm. And we Agreed. used to always say, for those of us that cover recruiting, and, of course, we all, you know, the guy like me also has to keep an eye on college basketball recruiting. Sure. Because we do cover all things LSU recruiting. We would always say for years, well, a good thing college football recruiting is, isn't as bad and as dirty and filthy as college basketball recruiting. I think college football recruiting has passed basketball recruiting. I, 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 I think it's so much filthier than, than what uh, college basketball recruiting ever was. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of college basketball, Tigers really look good. Uh, of course, they, they go down to Alabama the other night. They got outshot, outplayed. Uh, you've seen this this team now over the um, over the season. How good are they? I think they're really good. I mean, obviously Alabama coming out and shooting that percentage the other night. I mean, they were just. Uh, I mean, they had some uh, shots the other night where you just like there's nothing you can do. And I think for a good. You know, two thirds of that game, I thought oh, she actually played pretty good. Um, but they, you know, they're missing somebody down low. They're missing a big presence down there. Um, but you know, I, I'm going to be real anxious to see how they ba- bounce back against Kentucky uh, on the road at, at Rupp. Um, but I, I think they're very good. Um, I thought going into the Alabama game that maybe, uh, depending on what kind of draw they got, could they surprise the people and and you know and be a uh, you know, a sweet 16 type of team. Um, but I think maybe they're a, a first or second round team right now um, just because of, the, of missing a little bit of something down low. But we'll see how it plays out. Uh, as far as the, uh, the, the the Tiger baseball team that's getting ready to crank up, um, talk a little bit about uh, this year's edition. Yeah, look, uh, everything we're, we're seeing is uh, lows of pitching, uh, you know, possible, uh, you know, uh, anywhere from uh, late uh, one through ten, top ten baseball team. Um, we're going to see what happens with COVID. They're already juggling the schedule a little bit, um, but you know, I, I think this is a very important year for Paul Maneri because um, I absolutely think COVID uh, was a was a positive for him because I think it had that last at last year's baseball season. Uh, uh, played out in full he he Paul Maneri would be securely on the hot seat right now um and he he so now he comes in with a, a team that's probably picked third or fourth in the SEC mm-hmm. um so I look I I think he's got to produce I, I mean I got a lot of friends who are LSU baseball season ticket holders or members of the 
uh, the club and everything else, and and they're they're, they're starting. Uh, they're they're getting beyond irritable with LSU baseball and, and wanting some big things to happen. But you again, we know they're stacked at pitching. What about in the field and hitting? Yeah, I you know look, I, I think they've got some youth there along with some veterans, and um, I'm anxious to see more of it. You know, Brian's more of the baseball guy on the site than I am. Sure, I know. Um, and of course, he's obviously the official score for LSU baseball as well. So, right. But he still he he seems to think that. Um, you know, they could uh, – well, you know, some people have them third or fourth in the, in the SEC. He thinks they got a chance at being the best team in the, in the SEC, so we'll see. Well, Brian Lazar knows. There's no doubt about it. Always appreciate your time, Mike. Mike, tell the folks about uh, TigerBait.com, how they can subscribe, and how they can keep up with you on social media. That's it. At Scarborough Mike on Twitter, Facebook Live. We do our – in fact, we're doing a show tonight at 8 o'clock. Been doing a lot of uh, – a lot of people love our Facebook Live shows. Uh, of course, TigerBait.com. And we've got it all for you. Football recruiting, football coverage, basketball, baseball. Uh, our message board is, is I'm there day and night answering your recruiting questions. So check us out at TigerBait.com. If you're an LSU fan, we, we want to have you on board with us. That's a great site, no doubt about it. Mike, thanks for the time today. Certainly appreciate it, my friend. All right, Eric. Thank you. That's Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. How about Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter? Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. They're open seven days a week, and I'll tell you right now, you may love breakfast. You might have your favorite breakfast place here in the city in the metropolitan area. You need to get down to the quarter and have breakfast over at Oceana. It starts at 8 a.m., goes all the way to 1 p.m., so it's a late breakfast. And I'm telling you, uh, it is the be- I think it's the best breakfast in New Orleans, bar none. They have a fantastic breakfast for you. Uh, you got to get out there and enjoy, again, their, their fantastic breakfast, especially in the quarter. There's nobody better when it comes to the breakfast. Uh, there's something for everybody on this menu as well because, it's, again, it's Creole, uh, Cajun at its finest. You can, you can enjoy that for lunch and dinner. They're open late. They got fantastic cocktails as well. They got five private rooms. They can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. So, again, they're doing social distancing. Uh, so, again, there's a lot of room for you if you want to bring uh, whether your friends, family, maybe it's a, a date. A lot of room for you to be able to social distance and, and, and have, a, have a great meal. Also, remember, courtyard available for you as well. You can dine in their courtyard. It's family friendly, but it's perfect dining experience for friends, uh, maybe getting together with a date. Think Oceana Grill. You can also order online. They'll deliver it to you. Go to Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. That's Oceana Grill. All right, uh, we're going to get ready to uh, go to break. When we go, when we come back from break, uh, it's going to be Shreef Ishak from Channel 6 Sports who's going to join us. We'll get his take on the Saints, uh, also on the Pelicans as well. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system, heating system, generator, tankless water heater. How about that APCO whole home treatment system? Yeah, you get that as well. Uh, and all your electrical needs, uh, whether it's an electrical repair and inspection and testing, or outdoor lighting, ceiling fan installation, you name it. My friends at Burkhart can do it for you. Like I said, 15 trucks in the field, a 30-minute courtesy call, Nate certified technicians, the highest certification you can get in the industry. But more importantly, a company you can trust. I've trusted Burkhart since 1989. You can trust them as well. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. 
We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. Daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your AC unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your AC system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying AC systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 504-277-7520. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. You heard you could save big when you bundle home an auto with Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw a link for a survey about which type of bread you are. And now you're on question 17, barely scratching the surface of your bread identity. You always thought of yourself as a brioche, but are you actually more of a pumpernickel? Ah, yes. They said it was easy to save money bundling with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. When it comes to your bathroom, the shortest distance between outdated and updated is one click on homedepot.com slash bath. It's the days of doing winter bath event. Up to 40% off a wide selection of vanities, faucets, toilets, and more, plus free delivery of all online vanities. From bold new lighting to a fresh new shower, your new bath is closer than you think. The winter bath event, online now at homedepot.com slash bath. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Valid through March 28th, while supplies last. Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol. Hablo. It's hablo? Yes. It's hablo. <laughs> when you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Since my husband is from Guatemala, I'll apply what I've learned in Babbel to our real-life situations. The app is so easy to use, and it's so practical. It helps you learn things that you will actually need. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. 
Don't forget about my friends at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. I'm telling you right now, folks, the, the, the menu is fantastic. Something for everybody. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Uh, you got a beautiful courtyard you can dine in. If you love the people watch, they got these beautiful picture windows that are, are, are facing Bourbon Street. You can uh, do people watching there. They've got two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms. You can rent that balcony for a party. You also can dine in it as well. Uh, also, again, uh, if you're looking for a place to get a great cocktail, they got fantastic cocktails over at Old New Orleans Cookery. They can deliver right to your door as well. It is uh, nolacookery.com is the, is the website because it's always a great time on Bourbon Street over at Old New Orleans Cookery. That's Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, lunch and dinner. Uh, and they're open late. That's Old New Orleans Cookery. Joining us on the program now is uh, Sharif Ishak of, of Channel 6 Sports. So gracious for Sharif, uh, pinch hitting for uh, Fletcher today. Sharif, how are you, my man? Oh, I'm good. I'm good, Eric. How are you? Doing great. Thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Sure, of course. It's been a while. No yeah, it has been a while. Let, let's first of all let's let, let's let, since it's the first time I've had you in a while. Let's look back at at, at this season uh, the, for the Saints and, and really uh, your thoughts on on again how the season went and then how things ended against Tampa Bay on Sunday. Well, I guess it's the fourth straight season of Saints fans saying maybe next season, but next season is going to look certainly different than the previous four seasons because of a certain player who probably won't be there and maybe some of the other players. But it's disappointing, Eric. There's no other way to put it. I mean, you say Super Bowl a bust every year the previous four seasons, and you didn't get to the Super Bowl in each of those seasons. And I think the players would tell you, hey, it's a disappointing season because we didn't get to the Super Bowl and win it. Every team wants that, you know, wish to get to the Super Bowl, but the Saints truly have that team, those players, to get there. But, you know, it's a season full of, you know, you know, COVID, injuries, and the Saints, Throughout the regular season, they were able to overcome a lot of that and win 12 games. But it's trying to translate that into the you know, postseason and playoffs when it matters the most and beating the teams that you know you should beat at home. You beat yourself against the Buccaneers. We've said it you yes. know, probably a zillion times since the, since the game Sunday. But it is what it is. You know, it's just uh, it wasn't it didn't go as planned, you know, giving Breeze that final Lombardi trophy as he uh, – as he retires, so as if he does, which I think many of us anticipate happening. That's, sure. It just it didn't happen, Eric. I mean, plain and simple, it hasn't happened in the four seasons that you know you thought it might have happened at least at least once, get to the Super Bowl, and maybe get there twice and win it once. But it just you know it just didn't happen. They didn't get the job done when it mattered the most. I mean, yes, you can say they were. Snake bitten Minnesota miracle that was on them. The mm-hmm. Nolan no call not on them. They still could have won that game after the Nolan no call last season. After a team they had no business losing to in the Vikings and the Buccaneers, who they beat themselves four turnovers. And that's how you look True. at it. It's just yeah. you know a, a season of a postseason of struggles. When you look at the legacy of, of Peyton and Breeze and you look at just one Super Bowl championship with, again, the teams that they've had having a first-bout Hall of Fame quarterback, would you consider this uh, an underachieving uh, 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 team under Breeze and, and Peyton? And I'm talking about the, the entirety of it, from 06 to, to again, Breeze walking away, uh, uh, walking away this year. You know, that's a tricky question because you don't want to anger many people in the way you're going to answer this, but mm-hmm. – Considering, like you know, we're from New Orleans, we've seen sure. what it was before they got here, and absolutely, I think we got spoiled when 2006 started, right? Because they got to the NFC Championship game in their first year, and you're like, is this what we have to look forward to? 
Mm-hmm. And for 15 seasons, they competed at a very high level. And there were some seven and nine and eight and eight seasons there in there. Man, you would have loved to get to the Super Bowl a couple more times. Well, they should have. Cement that, in my yes, opinion, they should have. Just a little underachieving. Yes, it is. I mean, it's 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 fair to say that because of 2011, they should have beaten the 49ers. You mm-hmm. know, 20, 2013 was a surprise year. I, I, many people would, are probably like myself were surprised they got that far and got to Seattle in the second round of the playoffs. They won their first ever road playoff game. Mm-hmm. 2017, man, I really thought that they, they probably had a chance against the Eagles if that Minnesota miracle didn't happen. I understand the Eagles were good, but I, I really think the Saints could have probably won that NFC Championship game in Philadelphia. The following year, yeah, like we talked about it, yeah. I mean, it's a little underachieving. Of course, I think everyone would tell you only one Super Bowl appearance with those two guys. I mean, in 15 seasons, you'd think they'd have at least made the Super Bowl three times. It's Right. It's the whole I go back to if Nick Saban was still the LSU head coach, how many national championships would they have won? You could That's probably right. say eight or nine. Oh, look, so, the, you can you could compare what Alabama's doing right now and say it's LSU. I, w- I would agree yeah. with you. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's underachieving. I think anybody would say that. I mean, they've put up a lot of big numbers and a lot of records. and, and A lot of and, regular you know, season wins. A lot of regular season wins. They brought a lot of life to the city. I mean, you don't want to mm-hmm. excuse – you don't want to, you know, dismiss any of the great stuff – Sean Drew and the Saints organization have done for this city post Katrina. We're, we're not talking about that. That what they did there yeah. is, is invaluable. That was sure. It's hard to measure that. You know, it's just on the field we're talking about. You wish they would have done more. You wish they. Would have you're done judged more. by yeah. by the Lombardi Trophy. You are judged in, yeah. the, in in by, by again championships at the end of the day sure. when you get to this elite level. Yeah, of course. I mean, you, I promise you, if you ask Drew and Sean this question, they'd say, "Yeah, we underachieved. We didn't get. Yep. We didn't win as many Super Bowls as we were supposed to." I mean. One isn't enough. I mean, that's the type of player and coach they are. I mean, one isn't enough. It's just not good enough. Right. Sharif, I get this, I get this question over the last few days, especially since um, uh, Brittany Breeze came out with her Instagram post where, again, she talked about the uh, rotator cuff uh, injury and, and, and the, and the uh, fascia injury on his foot in addition to, again, the, the broken ribs and, and the punctured lung. Um, some people believe that, that, that Breeze shouldn't have played in the playoff game, that, again, maybe the best chance for the Saints to win, if, if Breeze couldn't make all the throws as it looked like he couldn't on, on Sunday, would have been either, it would have been uh, maybe Jameis Winston or Taysom. Taysom was not, in, was not available. Well, what are your thoughts there? To me, I think Breeze was their best chance to win, no, no, uh, you know, one, one way or the other. Uh, but I do believe that Tampa really looked at the situation, looked at the film and said, look, he is limited on what he can do, and they played him as such. There was no way in the world Drew was going to let other quarterbacks play in the playoffs knowing this is his last year. He was going to go out there no matter what injury he had and try to do, you know, try to lead him to a, another Super Bowl title. But, yeah, the Buccaneers knew he was limited 20 yards. They played in. They played up. They played close. They took away that window. They tried to make him force it down the field. And there were some times he missed Kamara. Plain and simple. Missed Kamara on a few throws that, you know, he's sitting there wide open, even on the short routes. But, he took it away from him. They took it away, and they forced him to throw those interceptions. <laughs> and those, those three interceptions weren't great. You know, and they were. I think he pretty much said, "I wish I could have had all those throws back." But eh, he gave him the best shot, in my opinion. I think you can't tell the guy who's a Hall of Fame quarterback who's going to retire. Oh, hey, man, we're gonna sit you on the sideline, and we're going to play Jameis. And if Taysom didn't get hurt, we're going to play Taysom right. here against the Buccaneers. Sorry, Drew. I mean, this is how it's going to be. 
And maybe they, hey, maybe something crazy would have happened. They would have won, and and maybe Drew would have been feeling a little bit better the following week. But if you're playing with a torn rotator cuff and and plantar fasciitis, it's not getting better until the season. I, I don't know how he threw the ball, Sharif. I mean, I really I don't. don't. I mean, you think you think torn rotator cuff, uh, and and I just I don't know how he completed a pass uh, with any accuracy or, or with any velocity. <laughs> maybe that was the reason why a lot of those passes didn't, yeah. didn't make it. They were off target, and yep. He never showed up in the injury report with any no, of and that that was curious. That was curious, that, and then and then, but that's happened before with this with this group, where again we find out later that again injuries were more significant, or some injuries were, ne- were never on, on the injury report. Interesting to see how the NFL handles that. Next year is well, going to be a whole different situation, though. He did miss. He did do, remember those times when he was taking off days from practice. Yes, that yes. probably answers why mm-hmm. he was taking those days off. Sure. When it, he couldn't throw. Rest or, yeah, so that was it. So now we find out, you mm-hmm. know, that was the real reason he had, you know, the, the rotator cuff and the plantar fasciitis. So, yep, now it's moving on, on to the future. 45 players under contract, $96 million over the cap. Mm. Um, there's a reduction of $22.2 million on, on the cap to $176 million. Right now the Saints have uh, cap commitments about $275 million. <laughs> uh, I, I, I must say this. I'm I'm not, you know, overly uh, anxious about this because you got to believe that Mickey Loomis saw this coming, and then and he's had a little bit of time to deal with COVID, and we know that how he manipulates and maneuvers contract, and then even Peyton said in his in his press conference today, right? He said he didn't feel that they were going to have any problems bringing anybody back that they wanted to bring back. Yeah, they'll they'll be fine. I mean, we we all we always uh, bring this question up every single off season. How in the world are the Saints going to maneuver around the salary cap? This season especially, this offseason with the cap going down, Mickey Loomis and Sean will get it. Kai Hartley, they will all get it. That's not a problem. It's just in, it's just sustaining the success. I mean, it's all about yes. – I think the most important piece is the quarterback of all of them. I agree. Of all the pieces, you know. They'll, you know, they'll extend Ramchek and Lattimore. That'll help. Mm-hmm. They'll, you know, convert players into signing bonuses. They'll probably have to – Put the dummy the years on the back. Um, they'll do what they've done and they've done over the years to yes. make anything work to sign free agents. They got some holes to fill, though, Eric. They're, they're going to be some the, serious holes that they need to fill. That you know, mm-hmm. that don't have that don't they don't include the players that are currently on the team. They sure. have to find a linebacker opposite of Demario Davis. Absolutely. If, if Quan Alexander isn't one hundred percent healthy, you know. He, right, and he's not. Look, he's got the test. ruptured Achilles, right? Yeah, so he's not. Right. It'll be interesting to see if he is healthy by by um, by training camp. But look, he's yeah. got. He had two years left on that deal. The good thing about him is there's no dead money with his contract, so they could work a deal out with him that maybe could be cap friendly. Uh, you know, uh, on the front end of the contract, because let's face it, that I don't think that linebacker core played better than when those two were on the field together. They, you could tell that they missed Quan against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They they really miss Quan Alex Anzalone struggled in that game, covering Gronk, covering Fournette in that touchdown. Now, he, he is a very good cover linebacker. That is a big reason why they traded for him from the San Francisco 49ers. They need that guy who can drop back in coverage. And if I've, I've I look over our low angle video quite a bit throughout the season, especially since they've gotten Quan and well, you can see him dropping in the coverage, and you can see him get his hand on some balls, and that that is exactly what they were missing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think he's going anywhere. Just just like you said, it, it won't cost them anything. It won't cost them much yep. to keep him around. And he'll be healthy. I mean, you know, Sheldon Rankins, Rugby right. Achilles against the Eagles in that playoff game in 2018, and he was back. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he got back, so I, I do think that Quan will be back. He'll be fine. He'll be ready to go, and he'll contribute. But still, I still think they need to bring, they need to get another linebacker. They need another reliable pass rusher, Marcus Davenport, yes. and he's gone missing. He he didn't mm-hmm. get the job done when he was healthy, and they need somebody out there. And it all depends on what happens with Marcus Williams. Do they want to pay him? He's a, is he enough? Do he put enough on on tape, or is he just a guy? Is he enough to be that guy? Or is he just a guy? Is he enough to? Or is he worth all that money? Maybe fourteen, fifteen million a year. So, and um, Janoris Jenkins is a, is a no-brainer. You got to bring it back. Yep, I mean, it's hard do. to find cornerbacks in this league. You know how many Absolutely. years they struggled to not have yes, to find quarterbacks. Sure. Those those are hard to find in the NFL. So, tight end. You know, I can't imagine Jared Cook's back after. Uh, I think know. he's yeah, he's done. He's yeah, done. But that's why again, Troutman's there, and you got Hill. Yeah, so there, again, you got uh, Hill. Yeah, yeah, maybe you grab a vet. You know, they needed somebody Uh, else, maybe some depth along the offensive line. But I think mm -hmm. for the most part, outside of the quarterback position, I mean, if you want me to throw out all kind of crazy uh, opinions, I mean, obviously, we're going realistically here. Me and Lance did something last night. Me and Lance Mm -hmm. did something all year long, you know. I said, hey, give me give me your bold prediction. And, of course, everyone would say Deshaun Watson. That that would take a lot, you know. you got to think about his money, you got to think about his future contract, you got to think about what you're giving back. You're talking about like almost a Ricky Williams times two type of draft trade right. to get, you know, a, a future 26, I mean, 26 year old guy who's going to be your quarterback for 10 plus years. You're going to give up a lot. Matthew Stafford is the more realistic one if you're going to go out there and trade for a quarterback. Maybe yes. Dan Campbell and company up there work with you. You have some, you know, good assets this year. I mean, good draft picks this year. Maybe an asset on the team that you can give up. So it's possible. I mean, he would be the guy, realistically, I would trade for. A guy has an arm. He's mobile. Mm-hmm. He hasn't played with a good line. He hasn't had a real solid running game in his career. That's one thing Lance brought up because he was his teammate for one season. Brought up saying right. he never really played with a good running back. And if you give him Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, if he's still on the team, Kamara, Murray, Traquan, imagine him and Sean Payton's system healthy. Yes. Big arm. You never yep. have to worry about an arm arm strength with a guy like that. Mm-mm. You'll see the, you'll see the long ball come back again. Oof. You, you have the yeah, speed no on doubt. The I'm, I'm with you, Sharif. But let's let's see what happens. Maybe they like Jameis because it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, they may be able to get him for cheap. Maybe they Sean really does like Taysom. But if Matthew Stafford is there to to get for a pretty decent or cheap cost, cheap cost, you make the cap hit work. You make the trade work. Why not? I mean, he's yep. going to be 33 in, I think, a few weeks, a month. Yep. So, not a bad quarterback. Well, and, and to your point, you see, to, to me, this is a, the, the window may have closed on Drew Brees, but the window hasn't closed on this team because it's still very talented, a very talented team. I think Young. you've got to go out yeah. and find a quarterback, okay, because you, you want to sustain the success, and you only do that with a veteran quarterback. Sure. Yeah, the team is, super, is pretty much young. I mean, what, 30 and under? Pretty much everyone, sure. all the stars are 30 and under. I mean, Cam, I think, is 29 or 30. and Maybe DeMario is a little over 30 years old, 31, 32. So, I mean, maybe they, 31, got, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got the young talent there. Everyone there on a the team is very young. The window hasn't closed on the franchise winning a Super Bowl, like you said. It closed on 42-year-old Drew Brees. Yes. That's it. It's not over. So, like, fans should not panic and trust in Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis to get the right pieces there. You think that they're going to sit around and go, well, guys, you know what? Four straight years we won a division. I think <laughs> it's time to go back to being 7-9 and nine for three straight seasons. Right. 
with all the talent we have on this roster. I think that is the last thing that, you know, they're thinking of is going backwards considering what they have. But that offensive line, they're going to be good if they yes. get that right signal caller back there. If he is Jameis or Taysom or somebody else from outside the building, Sean continues to say he loves the guys in the building, but – Man, if somebody, if somebody is available in a trade that he likes, man, I, I'd watch out. I'd watch out. There, it may not even be those two. It could be Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy he liked out of his alma mater. Whenever right. you know, whenever he was getting drafted out of Eastern Illinois, he liked him in the draft process. So you don't know what the 49ers might do with him. So another option. So there, we don't know. That's probably someone we're not even mentioning that they mm-hmm. like, and they might be able to get. And you're like, oh, I didn't think about that. So. Don't know yet. Much, much like Loomis getting having again a plan for the contracts. I gotta believe Peyton has had a plan for life after Breeze. Yeah, they they they've been probably thinking about this since the 2018 no no call mm-hmm. loss. Sure, they, they've probably been thinking about it for years. Hey, they're probably playing chess, and some people are playing checkers. <laughs> right, that's what right. they're doing. They know what they're doing. They're not just gonna sit back and say, "Well, what's Breeze is over, done. Uh, we're just gonna." Whatever, who cares? We're just going to enjoy what happens next, and we're just going to give up on winning the division. But, like, no matter what, though, Eric, no matter what they need to do from here on out, it can't be losing the playoffs, have good regular seasons and losing yep. the playoffs. They, they have to find a way to get over that hurdle. They just – it can't – it's got to stop. The madness has to stop. The vicious circle of losing in the playoffs after a good season has got to end. You can't be the Buffalo Bills of the new millennium. That's 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 and at least they made it to four Super Bowls, right? Yeah, they've been getting called the Atlanta Braves. That's what the Saints are. Being Ouch! Called that, that even hurts worse. Ouch. Yeah. So that's, there you the go. One, that's one you don't want to get. No, you don't want to do that at all. Yeah. So. Sharif, I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Love your take. I really enjoyed the interview with Lance last night. I thought y'all did a great job all season long with that. Tell the folks about what you guys are coming up on Channel Six Sports and how folks can follow you on social media. Well, you can follow me at uh, Twitter, uh, Sharif WDSU, Facebook, Sharif WDSU. Not hard to find me. Lots of Sean Payton today, the Cap quarterback, Dan Campbell's great outburst. Not really outburst, but take on how he wants his team to be Detroit gritty. So, got a lot going on. So, ready to take on the Jazz. Hopefully, they don't get blown out again tonight. Yeah, hopefully on not. TNT. National TV. So, again, well no doubt. Thank you, Sharif. I really appreciate you. Sure. You got it. That's Sharif uh, Ishak from Channel 6 Sports. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating for your market for a generator. Man, I got you covered. How about a single-day install? Literally, a single-day install, folks. I mean, uh, you call Burkhardt. You know what type of generator you want. You already got that set up. You tell them to do a single-day install. Other than that, they're going to come and do a consultation with you. Find out again what you're looking for in terms of a generator for your home or your business. Uh, financing is avail- available for generators. So that means that if you don't have the money up front, you can finance it over time. They do a new install quality check up to one month. And if you have a generator in your home already or your business, you need to be able to have someone you can trust to be able to service that generator. If you've utilized it over 100 hours during the last storm season, you have to have it serviced by a professional. Why not Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating? They're your generator experts. They have a uh, warehouse fully stocked with all the parts for your generator, and they offer you 24-7, 365 emergency service. You won't go wrong with Burkhardt. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. 
Bobby Ibarra's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Smoked tender duck, seasoned, then pan-broiled in a sizzling skillet, topped with our crawfish mushroom cream sauce. That's our blackened bayou duck, only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine perfectly grilled ahi tuna, topped with our famous barbecue shrimp. Get your Lake Villa tuna today, only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Our biggest storage event just got stronger. The Store More, Save More event going on now at the Home Depot. Get exclusive HDX black and yellow tough totes starting at just $4.98. They're heavy duty, durable, and come in a range of sizes from 7 to 70 gallons. So whether you need to store a little or store a lot, you're going to save loads. Make room for big savings at the Store More, Save More event going on now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Limited time only. Event and dates vary by store. See store for details. Uh, I'm so sick. Ooh, honey. Seriously? I'm sick. Oh, honey, it's time for DayQuil Severe Honey. It's maximum strength cold and flu medicine with soothing honey-licious taste. I love you, honey. And I love you. I meant the DayQuil. 
New DayQuil Severe Honey, the soothing, honeylicious, daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. I want to thank our guests in the first hour, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com and also Sharif Ishak of Channel 6 Sports. Appreciate both those guys coming on the program. If you missed any of the conversation, you can check out the podcast when this show ends and all your favorite podcasting platforms. All you do is search Inside New Orleans with Eric, Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher. So make sure you do that. Uh, remember, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and Old New Orleans Cookery. All are open seven days a week. All all are open late, and all will deliver right to your door through, uh, through their uh, uh, delivery partners. Or again, they'll deliver through their through their restaurant employees. So all you gotta do is go to their specific websites, and you'll be able to check that out. How do you get to the website? You go to ericasher.com, and you check out the slideshow of our sponsors. Click on the icon; it'll take you right to the website. You'll be able to find out everything you need to know about our our sponsors. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up. I like to sell the bird rights. Followed by Mike Trippett of ESPN. Stick around, New Orleans. Build your drink? Uh. Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills and messes quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading value brand. So you can get back to the party. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper.
Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Listen live on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Also, ericasher.com. Give us a follow on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on uh, Twitter. Eric Asher is the Facebook page. And uh, if you missed any of our first hour or any of our shows, you can always go download the podcast at your favorite podcasting platform, Anchor, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker, Google, you name it, we're on it. If we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, drop me an email at uh, eric at ericasher.com. We'll try to get it on there for you. And uh, as always, we want to thank our guests in the first hour. Of course, it was Mike Scarborough and Sharif Ishak. This hour, it'll be Alec Cassell who joined us in just a couple of minutes from the Bird Rights, and we'll finish up with Mike Trippett of ESPN talking Saints. Uh, today on the uh, award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, we had uh, Ed Daniels, sports director at WGNO-TV. We had our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. You can catch it tonight, 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLAE-TV 2, Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLAE, also 2 a.m. on Saturday morning on WLAE-TV 2, and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, also Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, on the 200 block of Bourbon Street, 205 Bourbon Street to be exact, and of course Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa and Veterans in Metairie, uh, and Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, three floors of incredible dining, I'm telling you, it's the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, the Bader Brothers took a old decrepit uh, strip club that was nothing but problems in the French Quarter, uh, they turned that into this magnificent restaurant. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, and I'm telling you, they make a beautiful cocktail. Three floors of bars, plenty of place, plenty of space to be able to social distance, uh, and you can also come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. You've never seen the sight lines anywhere in New Orleans uh, from the French Quarter like you'll see on on uh, Mambo's rooftop bar. It's a perfect place uh, where, where you want to dine with, again, your significant other. Maybe it's date night. Even, again, family-friendly for you as well. Uh, you got a fantastic menu, open lunch and dinner seven days a week, and they're open late. If, you, if you're not going out and, and um, dining in a restaurant, no problem. They'll bring it to you. Go to mambosnola.com. That's mambonola.com, and uh, they'll bring the, you find out who their restaurant parts, delivery partners are, and they'll deliver it right to you. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. You've got to check out that rooftop balcony. Uh, and, and, of course, the bar, fantastic, over at Mambo's. All right. Let's uh, let's kick it off. Let's the the second hour. Let's talk a little Pelicans. They're they're back at Utah today tonight. Remember, you know that on this program we never ever talk about Utah Jazz. We say Utah since the nickname belongs back here in New Orleans and should have been back here a long time ago. But nevertheless, they'll be back uh, in at Utah tonight, taking on uh, on Utah. So let's uh, bring Ali Gassell, the bird rights in. Let's get the latest on your New Orleans Pelicans. Ali, how are you? I'm doing well, Eric, and I'm beginning to think that that moniker until it returns to New Orleans, the curse won't be lifted off the franchise until <laughs> it does. Well, you know, there was a chance. I don't know. I don't know if you were in the city at that time, but it was when George Shin first moved to New Orleans, 
and uh, Jack Capella was the was the political liaison for for the um, for the then Hornets uh, with the, with the uh, with government, and I believe he was he was uh, also the attorney for the um, for the club. He reached out to the Millers, okay, and and had worked out a deal that uh, the the name would have been swapped. They could have brought the Jazz name back to New Orleans. They were going to give up some draft choices and some cash. Went back to George Shin with it, and Shin declined because, again, he had loved the, the, the name Hornets. He came up with that, right, in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Plus, again, he was cash poor, didn't have the money to be able to put up, to be able to, to be able to get the nickname back. And, you know, look, they've had the nickname longer than New Orleans had it. We had it five years. They've had it, they've had it since, since uh, you know, 1979 when, when, when the team left New Orleans. It would have been nice if we could have got that, that nickname back, though. No. Yeah, there, there, there's no doubt. I mean, Mike goes, I'm ready to try anything. Because, it, you know, it's time that New Orleans starts experiencing some winning. And every year yes. we're making excuses. So I'm willing to try anything. That's why I said that. Yeah, no. And I, I don't mind giving the history lesson because I'm, I'm a guy that has a lot of New Orleans jazz memorabilia. And I, and I grew up during that time watching Pistol Pete Maravich play. And uh, believe mm-hmm. me, I, I cringe when I see the purple, green, and gold uh, quarter note on, on the uh, the jerseys of, of someone from Utah. So, I mean, that's just a personal deal. But let's talk about this team. Look, I, I really like Stan Van, Gun- Van Gundy as, as a coach. And, and I think, again, given time, he's, gonna, he's going to turn this thing around. But I, I did kind of question in, in the beginning of the season when he talked about the fact that we're going to be a, a team that protects the rim. You and I both like that. I mean, I wanted to protect the rim. But today – Teams are shooting the three-point shot. You've still got to be able to defend the three-point shot, and the defensive rotations are absolutely horrible. I mean, we, what we saw the other night with Utah, I mean, it, uh, I like what Van Gundy said. It looked like it was a practice, literally practice the way they were shooting the threes. I mean, they had, what were they? They had, uh, uh, was it uh, 47 threes that they shot the other night, something like that? Exactly. I think they were 21 for 47. Yeah, Eric. And look, the, the thing is, the Pelicans are doing two terrible things right now that are preventing them or really handicapping their chances of winning games. You already mentioned one. They're not getting up to three-point shooters. And, and it's obvious. Teams, I mean, have all scored in double figures. They've made double figure in makes, I should say, from three-point range in every single game. Right, so the Pelicans—they're not stopping them at all. That—that's been a big weapon to where teams have scored either 33 or up to, as we just saw against the uh, Jazz, they had 21-3. So that's 63 points, and the Pelicans made six. That's not going to do it when you're only scoring 18 from the three-point line. So they got to get out to the to defend that three-point shot, contest it, get them off the line. But the other thing is, Pelicans also have to shoot the three-ball. And you know what, Eric? They start off the season relatively well. You know, right in the, about in the middle of the tier of the NBA and the amount of attempts they shot the three ball. Well, over the last eight games or so, that, that's fallen off the map. They're now shooting a lot less. I want to say it's about mm-hmm. 27. So suddenly it, it really does become a math problem. If you're going to allow your opponent to shoot, say, 15 or so more threes, and, of course, they're going to make, say, about five or so more, you're going to lose. You're, otherwise, you're asking your team to play a perfect game. You're going to need Zion to score 30 points on perfect shooting. Right. You're going to need to get to the free throw line so many more times than your opponent. You, like I said, you're going to have to have a lot more things go suddenly your way just because you're not playing that modern NBA game. Griff has got to see this. I mean, again, I, I know he had a vision when he put this team together, and, and I know it was not a finished product. But at this point, he's got to see this. How quickly do you think they are going to try to fix this? I think that'll happen overnight. I honestly think that part of Stan Van Gunny's motto was never to suddenly reduce the amount of threes they shoot. This has happened, I think, in part due to how poorly they've shot, Eric, all mm-hmm. season long. 
I think suddenly these guys don't want to shoot from out there. They want to get closer. I, last game, we saw Josh Hart pass up a wide-open three-point attempt. Yes. Instead, he drove in for a contested floater that he missed over Rudy Gobert. I really do think it's in their heads subconsciously. They're, hey, I, why should I keep shooting? I, we're not making them from out here, but we need points, so we're going to get in closer. I mean, suddenly Brandon Ingram, he's not shooting any threes, and he mm-hmm. was their best three-point shooter. You know, J.J.'s kind of coming around, but, no, the whole team's got to, and you've got to trust that that's going to happen. You're not going to shoot 31% or whatever it is. They're among last or dead last in uh, three-point percentage, but that's going to change. They just started off in a bad slump. So you've got to trust that to turn around and just keep putting those attempts up. Contest the threes, but keep shooting your threes. Otherwise, I think you're not giving yourself any chance. Well, and, and good three-point shots, right? Right in the flow of the game. Yeah. Uh, and the one thing that I did like about this team, that they moved the ball around. They attacked the glass. I like that in, in, in a team. But you've also got to have guys that can put it in from long distance, uh, especially, again, with having a player like Zion. You've got to be able to space the floor, and they're just not getting that right now. Now, here's the beauty of it, Eric. I feel like Zion's playing the best ball I've ever seen him in yeah. terms of offense exclusively, mm-hmm. where sure. it doesn't matter where really go bears in front of him or there's a wall. He is shooting for a ridiculously high percentage because his, both his actions are so explosive and so determined that nobody can stop him. I don't think even two guys can stop him. So right now, he, he's in a good zone offensively. So I feel like you've got to ride that. But as well, I don't think it's that big of a deal with the spacing. I just think the rest of the guys simply have to play better. I think Lonzo mm-hmm. Ball's got to somehow snap out of this funk. If he's not making that three-point shot, grab a rebound, push the ball in transition, get some easy points, or run a pick-and-roll like we saw in preseason, shoot the open mid-range jumper, or find somebody else. I feel like we haven't seen Lonzo do any of that, Eric, over you know even before his injury, over maybe the last 10 games or so, and they need right. that. You can't have Brandon Ingram trying to carry the offense, have Zion be the guy that's basically going to bulldoze his way for points. Somebody else has to emerge, and I feel like that's got to come from a guy like Lonzo who can distribute, because this team it does not have that third amazing score, right? I think it could maybe be Nikhil down the stretch, but you've got Bledsoe, Steven Adams, Josh Hart. Those are role players. You need somebody setting those guys up, and I think that falls on Lonzo's uh, shoulders. The question is, can he do it? I mean, uh, uh, you know, is he a fit in this offense? Is he a fit under a Van Gundy-type coach team? Well, Stan Van Gundy thought he was even before he took this job, and I still believe he could be. But he's got to play with the confidence. If you're not a confident player, you can't play in this league. I don't want you on, on at least the team I'm following because that, that, that's already going to limit in a lot of your abilities. And we see it with Lonzo. We saw a good stretch from him last year, and we keep bringing it up, but it's true. That was the best ball by far that he played. And it, was, it was for a good, sustained amount of time. He's got to somehow get back to that. I don't know what it's going to take to get him going, but, but he just needs to do that, Eric. But overall, though, I don't think that what – Lonzo Ball and Eric Bledsoe bring together works. I think one of those guys needs to be sat down in favor of a shooter, whether it's Nikhil, JJ. I had, you know, hesitations regarding those two being matchup because Eric's not even the same quality, caliber, versatile type of guy as Drew is, not just right. defensively, offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, so wait until his three-point shot regresses. Right now he's the Pelicans' best three-point shooter, but that's not going to last. He's not that guy for his career. So I just think two mediocre scoring guards in your backcourt can't work in today's game. Not as starters. Certainly not as starters. 
He's Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue the conversation. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Hey, before you sign that contract with any other company, if you're going to get a new air conditioner or heating system installed in your home, call my friends at Burkhardt. Let them come out, give you a price, let them do a measurement on your home, tell you everything you're going to need. They'll give you an honest depiction of, again, where you are, and, of course, give you some choices on, on again, the, the brand that you may want to put in your home. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Ask about five-year interest-free financing. Uh, they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And, of course, then you have the Burkhart name behind it. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, and Nate's certified technicians, highest certification you can get in the industry. But more importantly, a company you can trust. A company that's going to do the job right the first time, and a company, again, that will only do the work that's necessary. It's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, a company I've trusted since 1989. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Wendy's. New to the Wendy's 2 for 5 lineup is their classic chicken sandwich. So go grab a 2 for 5 deal and pick two faves, like a Dave Single Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Nugs, and now the classic chicken sandwich, two for just five bucks. Price and participation may vary, limited time only. Look out for an accident that's blocking two left lanes on the Crescent City Connection on the westbound side at Claiborne, and your delays are steady on 10 eastbound from airline to before Orleans. In the meantime, look out for backups that are steady on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. And on the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson. On the east bank and west bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. 
serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner, fantastic cocktails that will amaze, come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard, and we have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Why so serious? So raise your glass if you Spilled your drink? Uh. Quick! The quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills and messes quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading value brand. So you can get back to the party. Bounty. The quicker picker-upper. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Oceana Grill, uh, Mambo's, and Old New Orleans Cookery in the French Quarter. Also, uh, when you talk about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, right there in the heart of Metairie, all are open late, all are open seven days a week. All will, again, deliver a meal right to your door. All have uh, large restaurants where you can social distance, uh, as well as, again, all have fantastic cocktails and a fantastic menu. If you're looking to be able to dine, dine local. Dine with our Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, or Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights is with us. Uh, Ali, talk about the rotations right now and, and where you think that uh, Van Gundy's going to go. We saw Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Kyra, and, uh, Kyra Lewis Jr. get a little bit more uh, time uh, in this West Coast road trip. Uh, we saw Marshall for the first time the other night. We saw Herman Gomez. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, so do you, where do, you, do you think he's, what do you think he's going to do with this rotation? I think he's going to give it a few more games to where he's going to keep trotting out the same starting lineup, right, with both Lonzo Ball and Eric Bledsoe out there with, of course, Stephen Adams, Brandon Ingram, and Zion. But I think if they continue to lose, I think he's going to look, have to look hard and serious at making a change. And I think, like I said, I think they need another shooter out there to space the floor a little bit more. Can't just be Brandon Ingram really out there shooting the three ball. That's going to be pulling, right, teams out to the three-point line to keep space open for the other guys. So, you know, Nikhil in the meantime is going to be, at least fortunately, he's going to be in the regular rotation. I think he should see at least 20 minutes or so a game as a reserve because, Eric, he's earned it. I think it's not just that 37-point game. We're seeing right. glimpses, of, glimpses of a guy that really can do a lot of things for you on the court. He just needs now to be given, you know, the time to prove himself more and, and just get his feet wet. And I just feel like with this season, they're not going to deep in the, making a deep playoff run. So that's what it's all about. You need to grow young talent alongside Zion and Brandon. I think Nikhil honestly can turn into a very good player. So I expect him to get minutes. Um, J.J. Redick, Josh Hart, of course, will still continue. I hope Jackson Hayes continues because we're seeing a better Jackson Hayes overall over, say, the last seven games than we definitely did the first seven mm -hmm. games, right? So I, I think his growth is paramount for the success of this team, too. They have nobody behind Steven Adams, but Jackson Hayes is showing more glimpses of being a better rebounder, making big um, big, bigger, or was it a, a bigger kind of defensive presence around the rim? He's not blocking those shots yet, but guess what? People aren't also walking into and getting free open layups or dunks yes. recently with him in the game. So he's just going to be allowed to uh, work on that. And I think Stan is tending you no know, in that path because Nicola Melli, he's vanished. And I can't yeah, blame that... Stan for one bit. Right. Nicola, if he's not making threes or doesn't have the confidence to shoot him, you can't play him. So, right. yeah, I think it's going to be more young guys now. The question, of course, is Kyra. 
I'm not certain if he's going to be a regular rotation guy because there's too many guards ahead of him, Eric. You know, it's a mm-hmm. numbers game. Um, yeah. So his best chance, honestly, in getting into the regular rotation is going to be if Stan makes a change by adding either, like I said, Nikhil or J.J. into the starting lineup, thereby maybe presenting an opportunity for Kyra to now squeeze in because somebody's not producing as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by Deco Melli. i got to be honest with you, the way he's fallen off a cliff from last year to this year. The Pelicans have wonderful, a wonderful locker room of character, high-character guys, good guys. But, boy, this confidence level on some of these guys is, is just atrocious to me, right, when you compare it to the average NBA player. And right. Nicola Melli is one of those guys. He everything but a gladiator to me. You know, you, you, I feel like when you're 28 now, actually, I'm sorry, he's 30 years old. He's been in the uh, basketball, professional basketball uh, career for a long time. So he knows mm-hmm. what it takes, what it brings, what mentality you need, especially the weather slumps. And so far, we're not seeing it from him. So to be, you know, what, passing up open three, shooting less than 20% through, you know, 15% of the season, something like that, that's unacceptable, Eric. And honestly, yep. I hope that they move him, get away from him, even though he's in the last year of his deal. But it's looking like that's going to be one of the worst contracts, even though he's not costing the team that much over on the cap. Still, that's a bad move by Trajan Langdon. They went and picked Nicola Melli when they could have had Christian Wood. That's right. And, 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 again, look at what Christian Wood's doing in, this, in the league right now. Uh, you know, ask Charles Barkley, right? No, no, ask Shaquille O'Neal. That's right, ask Shaquille O'Neal. Um, hey, Ali, before we go, tonight uh, taking on Utah, what has to change? Well, they, they saw the blueprint. Utah loves to now shoot that modern NBA-style game where they shoot a lot of threes. So you've got to, of course, get out run them off that three-point line because that's what they want to do. If there's not a wide-open lane, they're driving just to kick the ball back out and keep swinging it until it finds an open shooter. Can't allow that. Conversely, Pelicans have to now shoot more threes. I, I think the offense just has to do better spacing. Not rely on Brandon so much, so that's got to be more Lonzo, more Bledsoe, but you kind of what you thought about. Play some of that driving kick game. You're not going to get to the rim. Right. Rudy Gobert's down there. So, you know, you've seen the game film. They know what they can improve upon and how to do it. So let's just hope we see some of that. Always a pleasure, my friend. Love having you on the show. Tell the folks about your fantastic site and how folks can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Thanks again, Eric, for having me on. We're over at SB Nations. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And, yeah, articles, podcasts, you name it, there's something up there fresh every day for you. So please check it out. Thank you, Ali. Check in with you next week. All right. Ali can sell the bird rights. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire. The Piazza, the Piazza family has owned Southern Tire since 1972, a local, local family, again, uh, that cares about their customers. And, look, I'll talk to you about, again, if, if you have a problem with your, with your uh, vehicle and you need a mechanic shop that you can trust, you can trust Southern Tire. But, man, I'm telling you, when it comes to wheels, when it comes to, um, to rims uh, or, uh, or tires, uh, they're the best. 30 of the, they have wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Uh, financing is available, and I'm telling you, a large selection. You go to southerntire.com and peruse the selection of tires they have, or again, you can head on over to Southern Tire, Hickory Airline, and Metairie. Uh, again, they have something for you no matter what your budget is, uh, no matter what you drive. Uh, if you need a new set of wheels, they're your wheel experts. Uh, that's uh, and also don't forget about the rims because a lot of people look, you rent maybe you're, you've um, leased a car. And uh, these rims now, again, get scratched up, get a little bit damaged. You try to bring it back to the dealership. They want to charge you for the rims. Bring them to Southern Tire. Let Southern Tire repair them for you. It'll be cheaper than, again, bringing it back to the, to the dealership and having, you charge you, having them charge you an upcharge for the rims that came back scratched. 
all those things they can handle for you right over at Southern Tire. Hickory Nail on and Mentory open 8 to 6, Monday through through Friday. Also, Saturday from 8 to 3. 737-1558 is the phone number. Again, you go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide. That's Southern Tire, Hickory Nail on in Mentory. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All open seven days a week, all open late, all deliver right to your door. All have, again, large restaurants for social distancing. If you're looking for a great meal, think Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back with Mike Triplett of ESPN. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine slow-cooked beef rib roast served on a bed of mixed greens topped with cheddar cheese, tomatoes, and bacon pieces. That's our fourth and gold beef rib roast salad at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. And for dessert, try our Heath Toffee Crumble Cheesecake. New York-style cheesecake on a walnut graham cracker crust covered with toffee pieces, chocolate, and caramel. Only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Our biggest storage event just got stronger. The Store More, Save More event going on now at the Home Depot. Get exclusive HDX black and yellow tough totes starting at just $4.98. They're heavy duty, durable, and come in a range of sizes from 7 to 70 gallons. So whether you need to store a little or store a lot, you're going to save loads. 
Make room for big savings at the Store More, Save More event. Going on now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Limited time only. Event and dates vary by store. See store for details. <coughs> I'm so sick. Ooh, honey. Seriously? I'm sick. Oh, honey, it's time for DayQuil Severe Honey. It's maximum strength cold and flu medicine with soothing honey-licious taste. I love you, honey. And I love you. I meant the DayQuil. New DayQuil Severe Honey. The soothing honey-licious daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, power through your day medicine. Use as directed. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Sign a service agreement with Burkhardt to give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system. Here's some of the benefits. Uh, Burkhardt will contact you to let you know when it's time to schedule your fall or winter or spring or summer inspections on your AC and heating system. You'll get priority scheduling. Uh, if you need emergency service, you move right to the front of the line for service. Also, you get a 10% discount on that demand emergency service. And because Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating systems, uh, it's going to reduce your energy bills, prolong the equipment life, and, of course, they're going to operate safely. Pretty easy. All you got to do is uh, give them a call. Head to their website, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and sign that agreement with Burkhart. You'll be glad you did. I've got a service agreement with Burkhart, and believe me, exactly as I just laid it out, they give me a little notice before the uh, the, the wintertime comes to be able to clean the heater, make sure it's in proper working order. Again, so we don't have problems with carbon monoxide poisoning or fires. And uh, as we get a little bit into the uh, out of the winter and into the spring, I'm getting that phone call again, and they're coming out, and they're doing a complete checkup and cleaning of the air conditioning system. So, again, that'll work efficiently throughout the summer months. Pretty easy and uh, not very expensive at all. It's a service agreement with Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, again, that's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Uh, today's program brought to you again by our friends over at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and uh, 205 Bourbon Street. The beautiful things about those restaurants in the quarter all have courtyard dining. Again, uh, all uh, when you talk about Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery, they have balcony dining, and they also have at, over at uh, Mambo's, the only Bourbon Street rooftop bar. At Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, I'm telling you right now, fantastic place to grab a meal. Uh, first of all, 30-plus TV screens. Whether you're into politics and news or you're into sports or, again, it's a, it's a, it's a game day, uh, you got a, a, your favorite team on every screen that, that's there. You'll never miss a play. Even, again, when I tell you, I'm not kidding you, they have, they have televisions in the bathroom, so you're never going to miss a play. And then the menu. Uh, voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, a mouth-watering menu for you. Great cocktails. they got a great beer selection. And it's, it's not bar food. You're talking about a first-class restaurant, real cuisine uh, at its finest. Uh, and, of course, the memorabilia is second to none. Uh, of course, that's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Lake Villa uh, and Veterans. That's 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. And uh, don't forget, they also will either deliver to you as a, on a small section of Metairie, or you can um, check out the delivery partners. And uh, again, they'll deliver right to you as well. Bobby A. Bear's uh, Cajun Cannon Restaurant for delivery, or to find out more about their menu, it's bobbyabears.com. All right, uh, we're waiting on Mike Tripp to join us on the program and um, uh, talk to him about, about the Saints. Sean Payton had his press conference today and uh, pretty much, this, uh, you know, a normal year-ending press conference for Sean Payton. I thought he was pretty forthcoming in, in, in some form or fashion about what went on throughout the season. 
Uh, you know, he talked a little bit about Ryan Nielsen and and and, and that situation of um, you know now becoming a the assistant head coach, defensive line coach. He even went as far to say that he thought that Ryan Nielsen would ultimately one day uh, be a head coach in the NFL. Uh, and you know he talked a little bit about Dan Campbell moving on, uh, the fact that Terry Fontenot is now going to be the uh, general manager of Falcons. I got to tell you right now. Uh, I like the draft choices, okay, a, a 2021 third-round compensatory pick. I like the, uh, the the 2022 compensatory pick, the third-round pick there. But I don't like losing Terry Fontenot, and I definitely don't like losing him to a division rival. Uh, the hope is that, again, that, you know, he won't start tapping into some of the coaches that are here, uh, the philosophies that, again, he's grown up with within the Saints organization because we've kind of seen that with Carolina already, right? Joe Brady goes there. All of a sudden, again, they're using the, the, um, the Saints offense. And the worst thing you need is, again, uh, somebody using what you've, what you've developed in Peyton's case uh, against you. So it'll be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out going forward now with two teams in the division uh, kind of taking a page from the Saints book, kind of doing a, a follow there, kind of similar to what they did um, similar to what they did uh, a while back, no doubt about that. Tell you what, we're going to get Mike Trippett on, on, on the program. We'll take a quick break so I can get him all the way until the top. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our our customers. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Your air conditioning system has to survive through the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune-up from Burkhardt's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune-up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhardt. Visit Burkhardt today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. 
That's how Americ sent you. When it comes to your bathroom, the shortest distance between outdated and updated is one click on homedepot.com slash bath. It's the days of doing winter bath event, up to 40% off a wide selection of vanities, faucets, toilets, and more, plus free delivery of all online vanities. From bold new lighting to a fresh new shower, your new bath is closer than you think. The winter bath event, online now at homedepot.com slash bath. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Bow through March 28th, while supplies last. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Those big wireless companies try to lure you in with a new phone just to lock you into a contract. Not Simple Mobile. If you have a great smartphone you love, you can get a powerful nationwide 5G network without the contract. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone's compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Message and data rates may apply. Visit simplemobile.com slash privacy policy for privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions. Compatible 5G capable device and SIM required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speeds not yet available. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. On the line with us now is Mike Trippett from ESPN. He covers the Saints for ESPN. Mike, how are you today? I don't have, as, I don't have quite as much energy as Dan Campbell, but I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> well, I guess he's excited to have another head coaching job, get, get this guy. Look, it, it, it's going to take a, a heroic effort to get Detroit back uh, to be relevant again. I wish him all the luck in the world, uh, unless he plays the Saints. Yeah. No, I mean, he, he, look, I mean, I think Sean Payton truly thinks the world of him, too. Like, we, we've talked a lot about whether Sean Payton's coaching tree should be bigger or not. Uh, but as far as a guy that he actually almost, like, scouted and developed, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as a guy we thought had a bright future in coaching, Dan Campbell's near the top of that list. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree. Mike, uh, you, were, you were involved in the year-end press conference with, uh, with Payton today. Anything stuck out that, that you'd like to uh, pass on to the audience? Not a tremendous amount. I mean, one thing I asked him about as I'm looking ahead to uh, covering the Senior Bowl next week is uh, I'll give credit to um, a reader on Twitter actually replied to me and made a good point. I, I think it's almost cliche for us all to say, oh, you know what the Saints should do is they should probably draft a quarterback with a 28th mm-hmm. pick or a second or third rounder and develop him and, and make him into a future starter. Uh, and the reader goes, does that actually even happen in the NFL? And and it's a really good point. I mean, obviously there's mid-round picks who have been breakout stars like Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. Right. Um, but there are very few cases where you're like, yeah, take take the guy with the 28th pick or take the guy in the second round, and a couple years later he'll be a great starter. You can't – I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is, is one example. There are very few examples, mm-hmm. and, I, and I was asking Peyton about it because I'm like, does that mean the quarterbacks aren't good enough once you get past the first round? Does it mean teams don't have the patience to develop them? Why don't we? You know, you would think that plan makes sense, but teams don't actually do it much. Is it because of fit? I mean, again, look, you, look the, the draft is a crapshoot as it is. You know, again, yeah. it, it's really yeah, look, if you find the right system. Overall, don't pan out. <laughs> right. You know, if you find the right system and the right coach and you, you got it, you know, you got to fit, you got a better shot of making it, especially, you know, from maybe third round on. Uh, but you, know, you got to find that fit. Uh, quarterback yeah, I mean, is something that you got to put time reminder. into. 
it's a good reminder of why you can't just tell a team, draft a quarterback this year because you need one. Because you've yeah. got to find the right guy. And, of course, uh, look at the one guy that Sean Payton was ready to draft. The, the one oh. time he had conviction on a guy, it was going to be Patrick yes. Mahomes. So, uh, but it's, you know, they also like Garrett Grayson a lot. They drafted him in the third round, and they missed on that right. one. But they don't just, you know, say, oh, this is the year we're supposed to draft a quarterback. Okay, whatever quarterback falls to us at 28, we'll take one. Like, yeah. because it takes a lot for them to pan out. Well, even again in the top five, ask the Jets and ask Cleveland, right? How many times they – I mean, how many quarterbacks oh, have, they, yeah. have those franchises going through? Yep, uh, the Bears so, were searching you know, but, forever, yep. Yep, no no doubt. Um, you've covered Drew Brees since he came to New Orleans. Um, yep. You know, again, uh, being in the locker room, being around him. Talk about the legacy of Brees here in the city. Well, uh, a sneak preview. I mean, I've written something uh, in the event he retires. Uh, yes. Which we're all prepared for and legacy is the exact word I focused on. You know, that's what guys want to leave behind, uh, probably in all walks of life, but certainly in sports. And with Drew Brees, there is unquestionably, I said, take your pick. Um, one of them is he's forever changed, obviously, the perception of Saints football. Um, you know, you know what the franchise was thought of before and, and, and how it's viewed now. One is the six-foot-tall quarterback who is um, – um, really a change of perception of how they're looked at. Russell Wilson considered him a, a not only a hero, but a guy who wanted to model himself after. And and then in the last few years, we've seen Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray get drafted first overall. That stigma is gone in large part because of Breeze. And then obviously just a guy known for overcoming the odds, you know, unrecruited, went to Purdue, second round pick, shoulder surgery, you know, played till he was 42. Like at every turn, he was – driven by defying expectations and defied expectations. When you look at how it ended, does that taint in any way his legacy, in your opinion? Um, I, th- I think people will forget about the game itself mm-hmm. over time. Um, I, I don't think that I, – I think that stinks that that is how people are going to remember it. Um, I was actually having this conversation with someone. I, I think his legacy is intact. Unfortunately, his, his legacy was – fringe top 10 all time. I mean, they just put out that all time 100 greatest players in the NFL list last year. And they Mm -hmm. put 10 quarterbacks on it and he wasn't on it. Uh, And I think he finished 11th from talking to people who are on that panel. Um, And so, you know, he's never on an all decade team. He missed out to Brady and Manning in one decade and then Brady and Aaron Rodgers in the next decade. He only had one Super Bowl. I feel like he probably needed one more lasting memory to become like two Super Bowls, we're talking about him as a top five. You know, we're talking about him before we talk about Brett Favre, before we talk right. about Dan Marino, before we talk about Steve Young. But because they never got back there during this 2017 to 2020 stretch, he never secured his place in that top five. Um, so I don't think he ever lost ranking points because of how he's playing at 42. And I think the way he's playing at 40 and 41 should have should have earned him even more respect. Uh, but he just, you know, he never got that final piece to to move him up a notch. Mike Trumpet of ESPN is with us. Mike, um, w- were you surprised by Brittany Spreeze's Instagram post and, and, and the sever- the injuries that he had to deal with throughout the year? Well, we saw the K-tape, what, during the Chicago game, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so we knew there was something going on with the shoulder. Didn't know anything about the foot. Of course, we knew about the lungs, uh, the punctured lung and, and, and the ribs. But yeah. 
man, that's a lot to overcome, especially for a quarterback throwing the football. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't necessarily treat that like a breaking news story, you know. And I'll, I'll ask about it the next time we talk to Breeze, I think. But I mean, we knew we had a significant shoulder injury. I mean, we saw we were still out at practice at that time, and we saw that he was not practicing on Wednesdays or Thursdays, mm-hmm. which was the first time that had ever happened in, in all the years I've covered him. Uh, and then he would get on the practice field on Friday, and he talked about that. So when she says torn rotator cuff. You know, I, I don't know if that means a slight tear, a minor yes. tear, a significant tear. But, I mean, we already saw the results. It was so significant that he couldn't practice on Wednesday and Thursday, but then he would tape it up and play on Sunday. So we knew that that didn't surprise me too much as a big revelation. Like, oh, he was dealing with a shoulder injury. We saw it. We knew it. Yeah. Um, the foot injury, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's something he dealt with in the offseason, in the mm-hmm. preseason every week during the season. But I do know that, you know, he tore the plantar fascia in his foot. Um, what year was that? 16, 17? Yeah, so, something no, like it, that, yeah. it wasn't one of the playoff years. It was one mm-hmm. during one of the 7 and 9 seasons. And he didn't miss a game. And mm-hmm. I, I specifically remember we thought for sure he wasn't going to play. And then he did not miss a game, and he threw for like 400 yards and three <laughs> touchdowns. So, um, it, look, I mean – she she comes at this from a life perspective. Like we're all looking at like nobody reported those injuries, but it's a reminder that the wives and the family members and the people close to all these football players know that they're coming home sore, that they're coming home yep. probably not being able to get out of bed on Tuesday morning every week. Cam Jordan just had a tweet today about I forgot that I had bruised my sternum until my son jumped on me in bed this morning. <laughs> These guys are all fighting through way yeah. more than we appreciate. That's for sure. Well, and of course, from his wife's standpoint, she's looking at social media. She's hearing about the arm being shot yep. and all the things that yep. are, you know, and, and she's going to yep. come to the aid of her husband. She's going to say, hey, look, yep. it's more than the club may not tell you he's injured, but he played injured. Look, if you make if you make a movie or a TV show and, and, and you're looking at this through the prism of the lead character, uh, what Breeze did these last three years, I think it should be, I think it should enhance his legacy. I mean, uh, so many people were like, get rid of him. He doesn't have it anymore. He can't throw it 30 yards. If that's all true, then the results are amazing. <laughs> yeah. right. 49 and 15 in the regular season since uh, 2017. I mean, yeah. four division yeah, titles. Best record, yeah, best, best record in, in football over the last four years. That also includes, like I said, that this year was a little bit more of a struggle. The two prior years were the two best passer ratings of his career, which mm-hmm. is amazing. At a time when most people agreed he couldn't throw it down the field anymore, he's still having you know the, the best. You know, uh, computers said it were the two best years of his career. Right, Mike. Um, who is? Um, it's, it's a tough question. Although maybe it's not a tough question. Uh, is it Taysom Hill? Is it Jameis Winston? Or, or do they trade for the next quarterback? I think. Look. I wrote about this this week. Their resources are super limited. You know, the cap always sounds more daunting than it really is, but it's right. a significant problem needing to, you know, save $100 million against the cap. So I think the only way they make a big splash move is if, all right, we can get Deshaun Watson. Let's do it. We, we have to cut half the roster, so what? We, we're getting Deshaun Watson. I'd be surprised if it's, you know, Matthew Stafford or Carson Wentz or somebody – that makes you cut three players of equal value or not re-sign three free agents of equal value. I, I think it would be hard 
for it to be a real expensive guy. Um, but I'll never say never because that position means more than everything else put together. But I think they can afford to keep Taysom and Jameis. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Jameis's market is going to be much more explosive than it was last year. Yes. There's almost more supply than demand at the quarterback position. And, uh, you know, what I said earlier about the concept of developing a guy, Jameis, I'd rather develop Jameis than Mac Jones. Uh, I mean, he's got a ton of potential. He, yes. you know, just turned 27, I think. Uh, if there's something there, uh, if Jameis Winston was available in this year's draft, he'd go before 28. Um, so I, I'm not giving up on the idea that he could be the guy. Taysom Hill strikes me, I think he can be better than he was this year. And he went 3-1 and one this year. But that, mm-hmm. I think that was a sample of what he could be. I think they could game plan smarter. I think they could teach him to get rid of the ball quicker. I think they could teach him to start running quicker. Most of his problems came when he was stuck in the pocket for four and five seconds and made some bad decisions. I think his first read throws look good. I think his legs are terrific. But he feels more like a, all right, are we going to run it back next year with the exact same roster and can possibly win us 11 games? I think the answer might be yes. I don't think Taysom is the future that we build around for the next decade. So he's a bridge quarterback, if anything. I, I think so, but maybe with the potential to be more. It's funny. Mm-hmm. What's hilarious is that this offseason, when I wrote about him, I wrote several times and probably said on your radio show, look, we're not saying he's going to be the next Lamar Jackson, but he could be Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> that was Josh Allen until this year. Right, until this year, right. Like one of the top. So, hey, mm-hmm. maybe Taysom Hill could become the next Josh Allen and, mm-hmm. and, and be the next guy that goes from the – 20th best quarterback in the league to the third best quarterback in the league overnight. Uh, I mean, he's he, they've got a lot of similar traits, to be honest. Yeah, Mike, um, really appreciate the time. Why don't you let the folks know a little bit about uh, what you got coming up on ESPN for us, how they can find it, and also how they can follow you on social media. Yeah, like I said, one thing they should check out if they haven't seen it already, a lot of these questions you asked me, we had our whole panel of ESPN analysts, guys who cover the league and and, and females who cover the league and, and um, you know, seven or eight of us that uh, um, all like answered sort of these four or five, where do they go from here? Uh, actually, one of them was, what is, what is Drew Brees' legacy? One is, you know, should Taysom be the next quarterback? Uh, which free agent should they resign? We did that earlier this week, and I think that's really good to get that perspective from a lot of different people, how they view the Saints inside and out. Uh, and then the next thing I have coming up is going to the Senior Bowl next week. Beautiful. Mike, as always, thanks for the time. Look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you very much. That's Mike Trippett of ESPN. Also, again, I want to thank um, Alec Cassell of the Bird Rights, who joined us this hour. Last hour was Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com and uh, Sharif Ishak of Channel 6 Sports. You can check that out on the podcast this evening uh, on all your uh, favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, this program has been brought to you by the, uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Mambo's all are open seven days a week. All are open late. All can deliver right to your door and all have large restaurants where you can social distance and enjoy a great meal. Uh, thinking of go out, uh, going out for dinner, lunch, or again, if you want to grab great breakfast at Oceana, 
Again, think of the Oceana family of restaurants. Uh, don't forget about the rest of our sponsors. You go to ericasher.com for a slideshow the sponsors sponsor our program. You click on the icon, it'll take you right to the website, tell you all about those fantastic sponsors. Uh, special thanks to those sponsors uh, for, again, supporting this program, and thank you for supporting those sponsors. Also want to thank Rudy back at studio for, for producing the program, as always, doing a great job. Uh, and also, again, as I mentioned, our guest, uh, we, we really appreciate each and every one of them. Tomorrow is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Uh, Mike DeZano will join us on the program. Also, we'll get um, the latest line uh, from uh, from uh, New Orleans Mock out of Vegas. We'll have that as for you as well. And then don't forget, coming up in about two minutes on WLAE-TV is the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Ed Daniels joins me on the show from WGNO Sports. It was a great, great uh, hour with him. We spoke about Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans. So I hope you get a chance to check it out. Uh, if you don't, you can always check it out on the WLAE-TV YouTube page and, of course, also at ericasher.com. Uh, and uh, also, don't forget, folks, uh, coming up next, it's going to be the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with uh, Kenny Trahan and Michael Green. Every single Thursday at 6 o'clock, uh, it's the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour. So, again, make sure you keep it locked and loaded right here on 106.1. And uh, also, again, the uh, UNO Basketball, uh, the home for UNO Basketball. My good friend, Jude Young, who is uh, the voice of UNO Basketball, also part of All Access that follows this program as well. Hope you've enjoyed the uh, the program. Definitely enjoyed bringing it to you. Hope you guys have a, have a wonderful evening and uh, looking forward to uh, tomorrow as is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza as we end the week in style. Until tomorrow, 4 o'clock, my name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catcher, the governor, they all got to go.